This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, my kitty loving friends. Thanks for tuning into this episode of 19 Cats and Counting. We are super excited. You know, we love a cat lady, but we love it even more when the cat lady is a man. Cat lady, Justin Don is on with us. And as soon as we come back from the sponsored ad, we will introduce you. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my lovely BFF, business partner, work wife, and whatever else you are, Rita Reimers. I'm How here. Are you, I'm here. My work You're wife. Uh, yes, since darling. I don't have a husband anymore, I can have a work wife. Yeah. Well, I, I do have a husband and he still says you're my, he's the one who I know. said I you know. were my work. <laughs> I know. Well, for those of you who are keeping score, I'm now down to 17 cats. Yeah. We lost um, Scooter Scooter last week, but you know, he would have died in the shelter had I not taken him and Missy. And so he had a good year and a half of love that he wouldn't have gotten otherwise. He was a happy boy when he they were us. dying in that shelter. They were old. Their mother, human mother had passed and yeah, you gave him everything so let's switch to happier stuff yes let's I'm meet justin to talk to cat lady yes. justin yes the welcome kitty boss. the kitty boss yes thank you condolences and thank you thank for you. welcoming me i have to ask you the first question i need to ask you justin the kitty boss does that mean you are the boss of kitties or you accept that kitties are your boss ah that's a Great question. See, (laughs) the book that I've written that's coming out soon, it's not out now, is called The Kitty Boss. Subtitle, because who's the boss really, you or Kitty? Ding, ding, ding. That's it. Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) So does your book answer that question? You know, it's a rhetorical question because first of all, I think we all know the answer to that one. Yeah. And secondly, it's not that you have to become subservient and submissive to your cats. It's a symbiotic relationship that's developed over the eons that we've been together. It's a wonderful relationship, but we are not submissive and subservient to the cats, although I do worship my cats. True, true. (laughs) It's not that. So it's kind of a play. It's kind of a fun thing. The cat is boss in many, many, many ways. But you are still the master, the boss, whatever you want to call it, in many, many, many ways. They take priority. And I think that's what it is. We we were doing a behavior session one day and the lady was almost apologetic about how 
she has to rearrange her life around the cat. And I had purposely positioned my chair in such a way that you couldn't see the end of my bed. And I said, okay, here, I'm going to admit it to you. The cat would not move. I made the bed around it and I moved my chair and shoulder. There's a cat and this <laughs> covers kind of around. It. I'm like, you also acquiesced and put a litter box in your bedroom as did I, yep. because yep. they demanded it. I swore. It. Yeah, I swore I wasn't going to have a litter box in my bedroom. There's a litter box in my bedroom. Right behind your yeah. shoulder there. So the people that I envision would like to, to be part of the Kitty Boss and, and, and benefit from the book really are not the magnificent rescuers or the behaviorists, the people who really take in a abused cat or a cat that is difficult and a big challenge, yes. because those are remarkable and amazing people. But in my mission to get millions more cats into loving homes, what I want to do is break down the barriers for people like my mom and my dad, who for a long time thought it's either too expensive or it's too difficult or too much of a challenge to get a cat. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, actually, no, what I can show you is the easy way to have a cat, to make it really easy. It doesn't have to be expensive. Of course, if you do everything I do, it might be expensive, but oh, yeah. all of it's optional. But what I'm showing people is that it can be easy. You don't have to turn. You can, but you don't have to turn your life upside down. You don't have to create a cat super highway and completely remodel your home. Right. I true. want one, but yeah. But you don't have to. It's <laughs> exactly. Because if somebody's sitting there thinking, I can't afford that because of time, because of money, because of, well, I don't want to completely destroy my home. What I'm trying to do is show those busy professionals, people who think they can't afford sure. it and say, well, actually... You can, and it's easy. And that's, the, that's what I'm aiming at. So it's not the rescuing. I'm not, not showing that. That's a brilliant thing. Sure. And, and definitely lots of cats need that. But to scale it to the level I've got in mind, I'm trying to show all those people who are hesitating to push them over the edge and say, well, actually, go ahead and get one. Because my mom did after maybe a decade or two, uh, 12 years without a cat. We always had cats growing up, but then she moved back home to Paris. She's mm -hmm. I'm half French. Wow. And um, and she didn't get a cat for like 12 years. And the lockdowns kind of convinced her to say, well, I really, you know, and so finally she got a cat. She said, I should have gotten a cat a long time ago and listen to you because it's all those things that she thought were actually exactly you know, yeah. baloney and she can afford it. She's got the time. She's got the, everything she needs. And she's absolutely in love with little Andine. That's the oh, name of the cat. That's great. Absolutely in love. And it's a perfect cat. Oh, I love it. That's yeah, great. You know, we tell people, we were rearranging bedrooms about a year ago, and I had a stand that my TV was on that standing up probably came about to my chest level. And I was actually thinking about pitching it. And then I thought, no, I'm going to repurpose this. And I put it in the hallway, used it as cat cabinet, cat food, cat litter, cat supplements are all in there. Well, because it's taller, I stuck a blanket on it and a couple cat beds. Cats think that's the greatest thing on earth. Didn't cost me a penny, right? You don't have to get, you know, a box is as great as a cubby, you know. Oh, my cats dresser. love those chewy boxes. Yeah. Yes. You know, sometimes those boxes are better than cubbies because mm -hmm. I've, I've spent money on cat stuff and they prefer the packaging or the box. It's True. True story. 100% true. Yes. There's so many things that we can do that, yeah, that, that are great that cats love. Absolutely. And they're just naughty enough, for example, like you could spend a lot of money if you want on elaborate cat trees, or you could let go of your attachment to your wicker baskets and picnic mm -hmm. baskets and, mm -hmm. and kind of have the cat allow the cat 
to do that. And they love it more than anything else. My Charlotte is like a beaver. She loves those wicker baskets to take them totally apart. It's not that I've given up. It's just that I've surrendered them to her because she loves them. But that's instead of going and buying 10 different cat trees. Sure. I just, says, just go for it. And she loves it. She does her claws. She's shredded them to bits at this point. Of but course. She absolutely loves that. And they're not expensive. So you don't mind if no. she shreds one up. Just go get another one. Yeah. It's yeah, look at what you've got. <laughs> I've got a big wicker um, like chest that's in the living room that I keep all the blankets in, you know, the couch blankets when you're watching your Netflix movie and, and uh, there's nothing on top of it. And it's right under a really big picture window. So I was like, I need to stick a couple cat beds on that or blankets or whatever they'll lay on. So I put a couple, oh, they're just as happy as can be. Yeah. They, you know, you, yeah, you don't have to go buy a bunch of stuff. I do have cat trees, but I honestly, I think they spend more time on the things that I repurpose than they do on the things I bought. They, they will because they like being just a little bit naughty or very yes. naughty, depending yeah. on your cat. But they enjoy that sort of like, you know, uh, uh, and then looking at you thinking, are you just proving, disapproving? <laughs> yeah. Is this okay? Can I do and this? Then, you know, it's fun that I used to do. I haven't done it in a long time. I need to. I used to go to the dollar store and get feather dusters. Honey, throw it on the floor. They will have the best party. There will be feathers everywhere that you will have to clean up. But it is so worth it for that party when you see them partying for on a those dollar, feathers. Right? It for is a dollar. For a buck. Yes. Yes. I used to do it like every couple of months. Like, okay, it's feather day. You know, here you go. <laughs> so also, depending on where you live, one thing that my cats really enjoy playing with are uh, pheasant uh, feathers. So the back feathers off a of pheasant. Now, I don't go and pluck them off yeah, pheasants. Sure. Don't get, I'm not an We're animal gonna abuser. We're going to get comments. <laughs> <laughs> don't write to us. <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. write to us completely. I don't do that, but they do lose their feathers naturally. Sure. Or when, you know, in this country, they often you find them at the butchers. And so you get the fe- grab the feathers. And my friend always just gives me some of the pheasant back feathers, the really long ones. And they love playing with that. It's better than any than any cat toy, except maybe the cat dancer, which uh, which Dr. Rachel Geller recommends. Yes, that is the most brilliant cat toy ever. Somebody made themselves rich out of this two dollar and cheap. Yeah, right. My my cats love that thing. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. They love yeah. that. That's their favorite. I mean, Charlotte will even like bring it upstairs and downstairs. She'll be like demanding to play with that thing. But uh, that's but what the- Sweetie Pie does. She carries <laughs> yes. it around with her. If I'm not playing with it, she'll play with it by herself. Or bring it to me so that I'll play with her. That's cute. And oh, and the other thing they like, funny enough, so I, I like Harry Potter too. So I've got I've got a few magic wands from you know Dumbledore and Snape and all that. They actually like playing with the wand. I just start tapping the wand on the floor. They, they both do. love it. I've done That's that. That's awesome. Yep. I just do that when they break the end off of the fishing pole toys. I, I've got a wand got, left, right? Cat hair on my nose. Imagine that. How would that happen? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs> I have a pin. I'm not wearing it now. It's on my jacket. I have a pin that says cat hair. Don't care. Yeah. Yes. I need to hang it. that on my wall in the living room. No right? kidding. Yeah. Everywhere I go, there's, I'm just, yeah, I have lint rollers, but you know, it's when you have a long hair, white, long hair cat, I mean, she's calico, but a lot of white long hair. It's kind of hard to get it all off. Sure. Yeah. Black I don't even, I don't really <laughs> even bother unless I'm going to church or a funeral or somebody's wedding or something really fancy. <laughs> Otherwise I'm like, yes, I am covered in cat hair. Well, I have 12 yep. cats and a small dog. Just keep moving. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, even when I go visit my parents, they have five dogs. So, you know, I have cat hair or dog hair on me or both. Yeah, well, any- I only have two, but even so, when you have a, a big fluffy long hair that I call her my fluff bomb, because mm-hmm. even after I vacuum, it's like, there's an explosion of her fur everywhere and everywhere yes. she goes. It's like, 
It's like that uh, Peanuts cartoon, except instead of dirt and dust, it's her fur yes. flying everywhere. All around. Oh. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I do brush her, but she just kind of shines all I've year long. I have three that are long hair and fluffy like that. But my sweetie pie, she's my calico. She's a dilute calico and she has a lot of white, long haired white. So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I come to visit Rita, she's always like, look, I'm sorry about it. And I'm like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> well, at first you didn't have 12 cats when you were coming to see me. No, probably had seven or I had eight at my highest before my daughter moved back in with her four. And then I that said, that's here? it. I had no intention of having 11 cats. And then there was a stray hanging out in my backyard that I was trying very hard to not see. You know, um, <laughs> I don't see it. And uh, my son and his girlfriend uh, went outside to visit it and it jumped on their shoulders. And I was like, I'm done. 12. That's great. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I yeah. remember when Linda, when she first started getting cats and, you know, we've known each other for years. We used to work for Richard Simmons, um, but we weren't really close yet. Uh, friends like we are now. And she wasn't working with me, but um, she was starting to get cats. And I remember she sent me a private message and she's like, I don't tell everybody this, but. I have four cats and I really need some advice. I'm like four lightweight. At that time I had 20. Yeah. <laughs> Which 20. is ridiculous. Now. Yeah. That's my actually I'm 21. 21 at one point, but that's, I don't go any higher. I'm actually not taking any more in right now, you know, cause uh, it's hard. A, uh, a lot of my cats are getting older now. No, um, they, I, re I, I rescued, I did rescue volunteer for years and I ended up with a lot of unadoptable cats that way. And then they, you know, they call like Scooter that just passed him and his sister, Missy. Um, she had lost two and she gets a call from the shelter. I told her quit posting when her cats pass on Facebook because she gets a call from the shelter. We know you lost two and we have sibling couple here that their mom died, their human mom died and they're just languishing and they're going to die. And that's all she needs. And she's off. Yeah, well, they know uh, me because my, my mom runs the Humane Society here in Lancaster, South Carolina. So they know me unfortunate cat unfortunate that was found at three weeks old in a ditch and had a dangly leg and they were going to euthanize her and she's like no you're not i'm oh, coming to get her well let me take her brother too because she's gonna have to be isolated for a while but yeah she's got she's got a beautiful she's got a nice large home but it's not a farm or anything but yeah they all they all get along really i mean you always have those normal skibblings sure. but um for the most part yeah they really get along and do well and have you know she's got kind of upstairs cats downstairs cats a bed cat you know where they kind of congregate they all their have their localities. places they prefer to hang out. I've got two that are still semi-feral, although Picasso's coming around a lot, but Brownie, Brownie, she'll never, she's my cat's cat. So if I'm in the living room too long, she likes to trade rooms with me. She'll come out and peek at me and like, okay, I know I need to trade rooms with you. You get the living room. I go to the bedroom. I know. <laughs> exactly. Right. Tell us about your cats, exactly. Justin. I know you have two cats. Yeah. So I have two cats, Emily and Charlotte. Emily is going to turn 11 in May. So in Ooh. a couple of weeks here, she's in or maybe three weeks. I don't know what date it is. The 15th. So, funny, so yeah, so in it? about in about a month, she's turning 11. Oh. And Charlotte is eight, but she'll turn nine in September. Oh. And uh, Emily is a domestic short hair. So I don't uh, I have nothing against breeds and all that. But right. right. Uh, but I prefer the, you know, the mix, the moggies, as we call them here. I prefer the. So, so I've, so she's a domestic short hair, particularly beautiful. She looks like an owl. She's got giant Aww. eyes and she's got a, a white, I call her Tootsie Roll. She's got a white bottom uh, on the bottom half and, uh -huh. and black and, uh, you know, and all the like normal things and a that a short hair has. And she's, yeah, but she's great because what's, uh, what she has as a wonderful little feature is on her chest, which is white. She has a little tuft 
of the fur like it's on the back and it's in the shape of a heart. So it's really, really adorable. And on the back, she has a little tuft of white fur, not in the shape of a heart, but a little tuft of white. So that's a really cute little feature that she's a designer. Uh, she's I mean, I'm like, this is something I'd look for in a sweater. So, you know, right. Ellen, look, and they coordinated, <laughs> right? Like a designer really worked on this cat. That's yeah. <laughs> and she's really intelligent. She's really smart. She meows. She likes to go outside, but my cats are indoor cats. So they, they scratch at the door and we go out together in the garden for a half hour, hour, like mm-hmm. we did today. And then they, they come in with me or they, they actually go in first. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to go in. Yes. They let you know when it's time but to come They in. let me know. Usually sometimes if it's urgent, then I'll, I'll right. tell them, but they're, they're smart enough to know. Like if I just say, Charlotte, let's go inside. And if I say it a couple of times, she'll just go in on her own. She knows she understands the English, but, um, but so that's Emily and uh, she's just great. It just adopted her from a family that was getting, you know, uh, getting rid of a litter and all that. And it was it was really fate because it was on our version of Craigslist. So in, in the UK, it's called Gumtree. I don't know if it still exists because this was a 10, 11 years ago. But um, there was the videos of the cats that the, the woman posted. And I said, look, if if that cat likes us, as I had, like you, I was with someone at the time. Now I'm not. But when I saw the cat, or actually, no, I think I'm dating. I'm dating someone now, so I should shouldn't yeah. specify. But Apologies. I'm not living. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm not living with someone, and you know, in a in cohabiting in a house. So, so the thing is, is that when we went to go get us, if if she Emily will like us, that's the one from the video. And if she doesn't, then we'll we'll take one of the other ones who, who likes us. So, but sure enough, it was fate. Aww. She liked us both. So we're like, that's yeah, we're we're having that one. That was that was predetermined because she just had this look. Of, I still have the picture. She and Aww. the videos. She she has this look. This it's like Puss in Boots, like from the from the movie. Even yes, movie. I get she it. She just had that look about her. And Charlotte came two years later because uh, my ex's colleague was uh, had a neighbor that was getting rid of two litters because there were two cats and both cats, both females had litters. So there were 10 kittens to get rid of. But this guy was such a D um, Uh that he was getting rid of the kittens and the actual cats. It's almost like he's like, I'm like, well, why get rid of the mothers? You know, it's anyway, it was whatever. And so they were getting rid of the lot. I would have taken them all, but the capacity wise and, you know, the partner at the time just wanted one. And I kind of had in mind to get a ginger cat, like a ginger boy cat. But like I advise people, you let the cat choose you. Yes. Um, Yes. And so we went there. None of the cats were giving us the time of day. None of them were hostile or anything. They weren't really interested in us. Certainly the ginger was walking away, except Charlotte was particular. This little tiny thing was really really interested and gave us the lick and gave us the whole thing. So like, that's the one. And the cutest thing happened when we went to go back to go pick her up and and take her home because they were all, we adopted her prematurely because it was an urgent adoption. So uh, she was only six weeks old, which is way too early, but you know, she could actually sit with her butt right there on my hand. Now she's this big, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. A tiny, like a, she was like a large tarantula. And so um, and so we, we went to go get her. The mother, who I would have loved to adopt as well, the mama, mama cat, grabbed. The, we, we brought the carrier, put, put it down and played with them just to, you know, show. Grabbed little Charlotte by the neck, carried her into our carrier, deposited her in there to say, 
I'm happy that you're adopting oh, this, this kitten. So you're going to make me cry. I've never seen that happen before. Baby. I didn't know that was possible, but how adorable is that? I and I would have taken the mother too, but it was just, it was so, so, so adorable. And we always say, trust the cat's instinct. If the cat doesn't like your boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, walk away. Yeah. Walk I had away. a date like that. What was it? Four, three, three years ago. I, went, I got, had a date and you know, the cats is a deal breaker if they don't like you. So, yes, so we came to my house to have tea and we're sitting at the dinner table and all <laughs> of a sudden, both of them are hissing. <gasps> wow. At, and you said, sorry, baby. And they're goodbye. not hissers. My <laughs> cats are not big hissers. That's they, the end of they, that date. It's, it's pretty rare that they hiss at all. And so I was you like, know, a hiss is an involuntary action. That's not like growling or get away from me. That's like, you're giving me anxiety. I'm scared of you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm really glad yeah. you like listen to that. Yeah. So, that's- so, so, so the point is, is they don't hiss often. It's very rare that they do it. And so I was like, right. So I'm sorry. It's, it's a deal breaker. We will, there won't be a second date because uh, my cats hate you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they made it clear. And I've been with them for, you know, eight, nine years. I, I'm not going to trade that loyalty for, you know, some person I just met. So forget it. And so that was people that was that. It. And um, and yeah, so that's the story of my oh cats. My and then, of course, people always ask me, so I'm going to preempt this question, yeah. uh, where the names come from. I and mean, if they come from the Bronte sisters of English literature. Oh, fame. of course oh, they do. Emily yeah, and Charlotte. Charlotte and Emily yeah. Bronte. And there was also Anne Bronte and a little and a brother named Bramwell. But actually, no, that's not where the names come from. Because when Emily first came, we were looking at different names. Sophie was an option, among other things. And just Emily was just, I, and she felt like an Emily. So I named her Emily. She also responded to it pretty well. Like it's almost like, you know, maybe in a past yeah. life, she was, she was a human. There you Emily, go. If you exactly. believe in that kind of stuff. There you go. Charlotte came a few years later and I guess maybe the, the name options, one of the name options came because of Bronte, but she's really named after the French pastry. Cause again, remember I'm half French and my ex was full French a hundred percent. So, oh. so we named her after the pastry because of the, cream, the white on the bottom and the calico on top looks like the, the tarts with the berries. And oh the, my gosh. So she And because she was so tiny and she fit there, she looked like a little charlotte like you could have at the patisserie. Ooh, ooh. He's speaking French already. Hold on. Hold on. I love it. Oh oui, my I gosh. can speak as a French. I assume you are fluent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a I'm a French citizen as well as British and American. Awesome. So We have to take a short break, Linda. So hold that thought and we'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (laughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. (laughs) 
We're back with 19 Cats and Counting, Cat Lady Justin, and my co-host Linda Hall, who was just about to say something when we had to yes. for a break. Well, I'm just, I love an accent. I love other languages. My daughter's husband was Mexican, and when he spoke Spanish, she had no idea what he was saying. He was probably saying, you annoy me, and, you know, whatever. And But he'd talk, and she's her face would get red, and she'd just be like, you know, Mesmerized. Ranch is better. I'll bet you can get some. Dates. As long as he didn't say words like pendejo and gringo, because yeah, yeah I speak we Spanish, know those. You know? Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. okay, yeah, we know those. There were a couple that he used to fly around that we didn't know, and he was getting surgery once, and his brother was up there, and I said, "What is that phrase that he always says that he won't answer?" And Nikki remembered what it was, and Robert looked at us and said, "Monkey want a banana." <laughs> So see, you can make anything sound good in another language. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't always tell people what languages I speak because sometimes it's interesting to spy on them and hear them talking sure. and saying what they say when they don't quite understand that I actually understand everything they're saying because I speak six languages. And so, and wow. so sometimes I'm like, and in Europe, that's especially useful because I live in no the United kidding. Kingdom. And so, you know, you run into the German, the Spanish, the Italian, you know, and and it's like it's really interesting when they don't think you know what what they're saying, but you actually we've do know what they're saying. That. Yes, we've didn't that happen? That happened that. to us at a restaurant with Sebastian. Yeah, we took Sebastian and Nikki to um, a, a Mexican restaurant. And no, I'm sorry, my daughter and her her then husband. And uh, we took them to a Mexican restaurant and he sent his dish back for something. And he's they were talking, you know, in Spanish. And of course, they had no idea. And he was pretty light. I mean, you could tell he was Mexican, but it wasn't. And plus, there are a lot of Mexicans around that don't speak Spanish. So they had no idea. At the very end of the meal, he goes up by the kitchen and he starts speaking Spanish, telling them that he heard every word they said and blah, 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 blah. And we were dying laughing. It was so. Yeah, they were making fun of him because he sent the dish back for being fatty. And they said, it's pork. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah. So but you know, what's that, yeah. funny is, is that reminds me of a story when I, cause I, when I was younger, I used to work at Disneyland. Right. And at one point um, I was, I was in the back doing whatever in the management management office and uh, in retail in the stores. And one of my employees who was a Mexican American woman who looked, looked the part came back to get me because she spoke not a word of Spanish. And she said, I, we have a guest in the store and they want something, but I, I don't speak Spanish. So could you come out and, and help them? So I come out and I'm like, you know, I speak to them or whatever. And then I look at her and I said, they just want a fridge magnet. So they want, they want a Mickey Mouse, you know, fridge magnet. That's, you know, cute. And then they started laughing like crazy. Cause they're like, here's this, you know, skinny white boy. <laughs> right? who doesn't white look boy like he should know Spanish, Spanish, but he's fluent. And the brown lady doesn't speak a word. And they were, that's what they said. And they're like, exactly. that's really funny. So I'm like, so I'm, I'm glad I could help you and make you laugh. Yes. I, I want to get onto what you do, but I need to know what six languages all you speak. So obviously English and French and, and so English. And uh, yeah. So yeah. And so, so English and French, I also speak German and Italian and Spanish as well as Hebrew. Oh, wow. Well, that's amazing. That's quite a, I took two years of French. I still can't speak word of it. Well, my mother's so. French, so I have to, you know, <laughs> well, I yes, spoke I'm French sure before I spoke English. So that, yes, oh, wow, yes, right. that's, you know, that's good when you're raised in that. And then, yeah, uh, Sebastian's mother didn't speak a word of English. So, you know, when we were at his house, you know, the, the language, but so, so you've got the kitty boss on Facebook, you have a private group where people can come in and they can, you can help them. Is that the basic, you know, and <gasps> how do we get in this and, private group? Are we? In yeah. Group? Okay. So the kitty boss is a, is a fantastic little private group. And I and we, 
originally it was public, but then we we had a couple people who were a bit spammers and questionable. So we're like, yeah, we're going to make it a private group, not have any trolls in there. It limits the growth a tiny bit, but that's better because the quality's there. And then I don't have to worry. I don't have to babysit the damn group. So, so, you know, Dr. Rachel Geller, the behaviorist is in there. There's somebody really wonderful in there named Viva Casimo. She's actually a pet bereavement specialist because ostensibly we live longer than our pets, our cats. And so at some point, if it's challenging to deal with, and it always is, but if it's especially challenging to deal with, you can get professional help from somebody yeah, yeah. I know and, we've had and, and a, highly recommend. We've had one of those on our show. Yeah. It amazes yeah, so, me that and how amazing because we so all you might want to actually have Viba Casimo on your I show. If you'd like, that, I'll, yes. I'll connect you guys. I'll connect Thank you, you so guys. Much. But yeah, so Sounds it's just, great. you know, I just have to send you an invite if we connect on Facebook and you're in. It's called The Kitty Boss. You can find it through just searching it, I hope, because I think I made it searchable. But I also have a Kitty Boss, you know, Facebook page, which is, you know, generally at Cat Lady Justin, the Kitty I've Boss. I've got that so, right up here. Yeah. Yep. So you can find that and link to the group in there. Request, I'll approve you if you, you know. Well, I was going to say, I did click to join weird. today. So it, I'm oh, waiting. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll go do it as oh, soon as I we go. I'm going to do it now. I got my phone I'm here, but, um, but yeah, so we do things like uh, if you scroll down, there's probably a, a 200 posts of various, th- everything from teeth to grooming to PKU, the, the kidney disease that uh, Persian cats have a tendency to get. So there's you post on everything at this point. And, you know, also celebratory posts. It's not just educational crap. It's also right. really stuff about celebrating cats. So there's some some celebratory posts. And I encourage people to post, you know, the joys of their cats and, the, and their lifestyle. And then, of course, yeah, occasionally somebody asks a question that's uh, important to them that they need the answer to. And whether it's me or Dr. Rachel Geller or somebody else answers the question, because of course, the tribe, if you will, have a lot of answers. It's not just, it's not just about, you know, me being the kitty boss, you know, hail kitty boss. It's, it's about all of us being, sure. you know, what I like to call meow mentors. So we're meow all meow mentors. mentors. I, <laughs> I love that. So that's yeah, what I, I call that. our, our got, people. It's like I your own you. little clouder. Well, my, and it looked yeah. like a very safe place looking through the, you know, because we see that when we do behavior sessions, people are are hesitant to mention how many cats they've got. They people are, are mm-hmm. hesitant People are hesitant to come on with their spouse Mm. who happens to be same sex. People are hesitant. And, you know, we've been, (laughs) that's something that's really been bothering us. And we have gone to great lengths to make our website LGBTQ friendly. And, you know, we don't want anybody to be afraid to seek help because if you don't seek help, then what you live in misery or you rehome or euthanize your cat. I can't. The cat gets, ends up in a shelter and doesn't make it because, you know, what's the number, Linda? How many cats? 134,400 cats are surrendered to U.S. shelters alone every year for behavior issues. That's horrible. And that's why Dr. Rachel does what she does. And, exactly. and, and it's, and, and, and it's another interesting thing like that you say that because I say I love people, but I like I love cats more. And so, for example, there's, you know, there's this thing, this situation, whatever you want to call it going on in, in Eastern Same Europe stuff. at the moment, oh, this yeah. conflictual relationship. And we have a little store in my uh, in, in the town. I live in Nottingham, England. Just so you know, I live in, in the home of Robin Hood, right? And uh, in in this in the town, there's a little shop set up to to give things to make donations to people in the Ukraine. Now, I don't particularly trust the news, or I, I'm not the kind of credulous, naive person that just buys anything that's on 
on right. the mainstream media. Agreed. But again, I'm not judging someone who does. That's absolutely fine if you think everything that they say is true. But I am skeptical. But to me, that's irrelevant because there's one thing that I know for sure, and that is that there are human beings who are suffering. And a grandmother should not be receiving shrapnel and bullets into her leg. And my mm-hmm. friend is his grandmother in Kiev who received a bullet in her leg. Now, right. I don't think he's lying. I, I really don't think so. And I know that's not right. I also know it's not right for people and animals to be displaced from their homes and under threat. So without worrying about the politics and the news and all that stuff that is uh, questionable, debatable, that people always have an issue with. I just make donations of cat food to that so that because they need a lot of pet food. So that way I know that at least the pets are taken care of. These citizens and especially the pets are not the ones who set this into motion or are retaliating with it. Right. You know, these are innocent people and especially the animals. And I love that you said that. I heard you say that on the podcast with Dr. Rachel Gellard. I wrote it down. I love people, but I love cats more. I was yeah. like, yes, my kind of guy. I love this. Totally. And what's going on in the Ukraine and on all the pets being displaced? I know that Dr. Marty Becker just went over there to try to help out. There's a lot of people trying to help the pets over there. Yeah. And I think, you know, and like I said, I got the idea because one of the people that I, one of the mentors I work, not with cats, but in in marketing business and all that is, uh, has a phrase that he likes to use. I love you. I may not like you, but I love you. And he explains that by saying, I love all people. I love humanity. I emanate love. I am love. But that doesn't mean I want to hang out with you and spend time with you because I don't like I don't like you for whatever reason. But I love you. I don't I'm not judging you. I just don't want to hang out. I kind of got the idea from that saying that, you know, I do love people. Don't get I'm not I'm not this antisocial, you know, monster and recluse, although I'm a bit of a recluse, but uh, but I'm not antisocial. But the truth is, is I love cats more. And it's just the truth. Everywhere They're I go. They're more honest and upfront. They're not going to give you any kind of bull. That's the one. I was raised with dogs. Well, Reed and I Me both too. were because my mom and her dad were both allergic to cats. So we both had a similar experience here. And so after growing up with dogs and getting a cat, I just love, they're just like, like we try to tell people there are no naughty cats. Like, no cat, I swear to you, no matter what you think, there has never been a cat that peed in your shoe because he was mad at you. No. Okay. It's not not why he peed in your shoe. You know, he may have been anxious. It may be related to you, but it's not resent. It's not spite. It's not naughty. Cats do what they do out of instinct. And they always are cat, right? There's no two-faced. There's no hidden agenda. No, they're just cats. They're just honest. On every level, you know, because I, I like to deal with different levels of, I don't like to rule things out, in other words. It's so, so if you look at just the mechanical level, the, the medical, the biology, the chemistry of cats and all that, I find that very interesting, the pheromones, the, the behavior and all, all of that, you know, scientific stuff, I think is really important. But there's also the spiritual side of things, the energy side of things, the side of things that's a bit ethereal and ephemeral and difficult to describe. And so, for example, I was receiving a Reiki treatment once. For some people who don't know, Reiki is this Japanese energy medicine where they hover their hands over you and somehow things are healed and helped. I don't know exactly how. I'm not an expert in it. I had a Reiki master come in, set up her massage table in my living room and start doing the thing. And it, it worked. It helped. You know, it helped me to feel a tremendous amount better. The thing is, is the cats kept coming in and jumping on me. 
and not letting us, you know, start the session. Sure. So I asked her, I was like, what's up with that? They normally aren't like this. And she's like, well, actually cats are, are healers. They like, they, they sense are. where there are, where there is negative energy and they like to come and heal it. And one thing she said was interesting, which I would have never guessed or thought of, but something I'd never known. I knew they were healers because of course the purr has healing frequencies and has been scientifically proven to reduce cortisol levels, to lower stress levels. There's even a website Heal called purly.com, which is just a, a purring and you can adjust the different levels of how the purr comes. So your, your, your computer, your That's phone so can start cool. purring wow. at you. And even there's an audio, Ambiology Pet Waves, which has taken the purr frequency and transformed it into something that's healing and calming for humans and pets. But I'm not selling that stuff because it's not my products, but I love them. The point is, is I know that scientifically. But what I didn't know, which she taught me, is that female cats tend to dissipate the energy and let it go. Male cats have a tendency to hold on to it, which is one reason why male cats tend to have a little bit more health problems than female cats. Oh, that's I was interesting. Like, I didn't know that. And this was from a Reiki man. Whether she's right or wrong, I don't know, but she's a Reiki master. And from her perspective in that energy work, that's what she was telling me. So on every level and every perspective, historical, Egypt, they love cats, in they? Yeah. Got my little bestet sitting here. Yes. <laughs> it's just a creature that is remarkable. And I have tried to find out, and maybe you know, because I don't know, I don't have the answer to this. Is there another creature on this planet that sits there and emits a sound that is healing to human beings? I don't yeah, think so. Not that I am aware of. And I've done a lot of research into this. So my daughter, Nikki, who's 33, has had a seizure disorder for years. She has been a neurologist all over the place. She's had two of, you know, little things all over your head and do all the stuff. She medications, a loop recorder planted in her chest. She's had it all. Nothing will fix these seizures. So one day she was over here. She wasn't living with me at the time. And she came in and she actually sat in this chair and she said, I'm going to seize the, it's starting to get warm. She always gets, it's very, very predictable. And when it seizes, mm. it's so bad. And she has this postictal state where she's like drunk and you can't make sense out of her. And she wants to dry. I mean, it's really, really bad. Okay. So my cat Kismet, who I didn't want to adopt, <clears throat> but uh, somebody <laughs> kept pushing it until I did. He was unadoptable <laughs> because he's FIV positive and uh, Rita didn't have room. So she foisted him on me and he, I had 20 at the time. I am the le- not the least bit sorry for it, but Kismet jumps up on her and is looking in her eyes and he starts purring louder than I've ever heard him purr. And he starts putting his paws on her. I mean, it was a weird experience and I'm just sitting there. He stopped it in its tracks and it's not the only time he's done it since I, it's been more than once. He's done Yeah. But afterwards he gets very tired. And so you saying that the male cats hold it and the female cats dissipate that makes, makes total sense. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Set. When you said that, I was like, light bulb, because yeah. yeah, it's like he takes it on himself. And yeah, I've seen him do this more than once. And he'll yeah. just put pause and just purr and it's weird. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> We've had other people give these kind of anecdotal experiences too. I mean, my cats tuck me in at night generally, so I'll, yes. I'll, I'll go in bed. And one of them, like, because they both sleep with me, yeah, that's that's a requirement, you know. Well, of course. <laughs> but uh, no, some people absolutely abhor that and they lock it's them true. out of the room. I'm like, what? Are you insane? I can't right. fall asleep with that. If I have to go somewhere, travel and go in a hotel, I have trouble sleeping. Exactly. But yes. like, anyway, so one of them will come up. And they have different habits. So Charlotte will like to lay on my chest 
and receive her petting and she'll purr a little. She has a very light purr. And as soon as she senses that I'm fading, like I'm falling asleep, she gets up and goes to where she likes to sleep, which is at the foot, you know, at the at my feet. And she goes and she sees me. So she's tucking me in. Emily has her habit, which is she likes to come and spoon. So she likes to sit and put her hands up so she can get chest and belly rubs and and all Aww. of that and then look at me like this with her eyes. It's adorable. adorable. But again, it's the same thing. Once I fade out and I'm sleeping, she goes and 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 goes back to her little they you know, put you place. to sleep like mommies and daddies. They tuck me in babies at night. I'm like really touched by this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, my I cats love it. tuck me in at night and it's Ugh. really cute. And sometimes they wake me up in the morning. Like today, I like I don't know, for some reason I didn't sleep that well last night, so I slept in. And Emily, you know, Charlotte can wait. She can probably eat. She could probably skip a whole day fast and not and not worry about it. She's chill. But Emily, she gets hangry. And so (laughs) she'll come up on the bed, but she's very gentle about it. And she'll be like, meow, meow. And then no claw. But she'll like, you know, you know, open open the eye. (laughs) Open the eye, you know. Did you forget something? Yeah. Hey, 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 dad. And you can't resist when she does that because she again, she's so gentle. There's no Emily never uses claw like she's so even when she's hanging on here or wherever the claws don't come out. Charlotte doesn't quite understand. She claws everything, but 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 not on purpose, not to draw blood, but she just likes to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. But Emily never takes the claw out. And (laughs) so it's so adorable how gentle she is with that. I just I just can't resist her. She's so much. My cats line up in the morning. It's like a train. They wait their turn to lay on me. I took a picture once. It was hysterical. She's laying on her side. So there's a cat here and then a cat here and then a cat. And you can go all the way down. And then there's one at her feet and they are in line, like waiting for a ride. There's an outline around me. It's hysterical. I was like, this is weird, but okay. That's adorable. That's not weird. That's amazing. I would I would give them all fast passes so they could get them. Exactly. Politely waiting their turns. And they all get along too. I mean, you've got squabbles here and there, but that's why when people tell me they've got two cats and they don't get along and I can't, I have to get rid of one. No, 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 no. If I can get 20 to get along. No, no. You need to talk to Dr. Rachel Geller. Yes, exactly. Because you know, my, my two, of course, they have their squabbles once in a while, but they generally get along. They're okay. We've helped many people who, you know, the cat just won't. And it's like, okay, but it's, you know, it's a recipe. I always say it's like making a cake. You can't just throw flour in the pan. It's a recipe and the people have to follow it and be a part yeah. of the plan. A lot of times they just want that magic pill. Like I want for weight loss. Is that out yet? Anybody? Uh, Anybody? Yeah. But, uh, you know, <laughs> well, it is, so but unfortunately hate- it has too many side effects. It, that it right, might kill you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, hate that we're running out desperate. of time. I know. Justin. So, so how can people find you? And I'm obviously at cat lady, Justin on social media, Instagram, Twitter, but you name it. I'm on all of them. Find and connect. I do like talking to people. You can DM me and all that. I am not against that concept. So if you connect with me on social media at Cat Lady Justin, it's great. And then, of course, the best thing is, of course, the Kitty Boss Facebook group because we've created a nice little safe space. Yes. I don't call it a clouder because I like to call us meow mentors, but it is our it is sort of our clouder of of meow mentors. And I I think that's a really lovely thing. And so I invite people to join us, but also, you know, just connect because I really am passionate about connecting with people one-to-one. So that really is nice to connect that way. Sure. But of course I can't connect with a million people one-to-one. So I also have the group thing going on. A website in progress too. You're going to have so a website the kittyboss.com is, is in progress. If you go to it now, it's coming soon. It's right. in progress. I, I'm hoping by the end of May 
to launch possibly early June, which will be launching the book that I told you, the Kitty yes, Boss we book, can't which wait details okay. so all cute. the different things. What it details specifically is how to pick, pamper, and protect your practically perfect pussycat for a lifetime of unconditional love. I love that. Can we pre-order Peter your Pepper book yet? picked a peckled peppers. No, that didn't come out. Yeah, right. how to pick the practically perfect pussycat for you, how to protect your pet properly for that lifetime of unconditional love. And of course, the third one was how to pamper your pet so you imprint on each other. I, I mastered the alliteration. But yeah, you can't pre-order it yet. I will definitely let everybody know through the groups and social media once it's available, but it's not available yet. And there'll be other other things and other surprises when when that launches. Ooh, and I am we love it. We love it myself rather than throwing it into Amazon simply because I got to, you know, pay for my family and my kitties and, you know, we me. understand that. And you can't do that through Amazon because they, they take like 70% of, you they, know, they, we, get they, we get it. We my get book's it. on Amazon. But, I think yeah. I make $2 a book or something yep. like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. So, so I don't, I don't bother. I just go and sell it myself Good. and, and just, and it's, it's a lot better that way. It's also a lot better to connect with people because you get the Amazon and you're, you're not connecting with those customers. You can't help them. You can't follow up with them. You can't say, how are you doing? You know, did you get a cat? My goal is, is that that book is, you know, before you get your first cat and make a mistake and, and make the wrong moves and accidentally have this thing that hides under the bed and, and doesn't give you the time of day or scratches your children, before you do any of that, get the book. So I'll show you how to pick the practically perfect pussycat for you. That's and then wonderful. the rest oh, we of can't it is wait. also. Well, we will be sure to get that. Because Definitely. We, we love reading these. And then, you know, we always take a tidbit from somebody. We always say, we don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Oh, Anybody yeah. who tells you they know everything is a liar. And so, you know, we're always picking things up from other people's books. And then we can, when we talk to our clients and our friends, you know, we can say, I've got the book for you. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I, do you know, I agree with you 100% because I didn't invent cats. Right. <laughs> I'm you not didn't? a cat behaviorist. I'm not a veterinarian. So where did I get all this information from? I'll tell you. I sifted, sorted, separated all that conflictual information on the internet. And I save you the 10 to 15 to 20 year learning curve. I cut out all the junk that doesn't work. That's too expensive. That's questionable. That'd and I'm wonderful. only presenting what works, what you really, really, really need to have that downhill battle, that not battle, but that easy way to get a cat and have it potentially live to 30. Yes. Yes. If we're, if we're blessed. But yes. We have I to hate that we're out of time, but we love yes. you so much. We just, what you're doing. You're welcome cats, back. Anytime. Yes. Yes. Something's coming up or, you know, when your book's getting ready, whatever. Come on, Come on back. Yes. You know where to find our, actually, we changed the address of our calendar. So Linda, can you send him? Oh, yep. You're about to go yep. on the talk. I'll send him the new link. Okay. Yep. And Justin, thank you for being on our show. Don't forget everyone look for at Cat Lady Justin, follow the Kitty Boss. Linda, as always, thank you for being my co-host. Always. I'd be remiss if I didn't thank Mark Winter, the founder of Pet Life Radio, uh, for the awesome job he does producing our show. And until next time, don't forget, every day is Catterday. We'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.